0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a fool's errand to look down the road. There's so many good teams. There's so much, so many good players now. and, And with the COVID rules. There's a lot of these teams have these older six-year guys as, as we have faced throughout this whole season. Uh, so that I think that's really raised the level of play up. So we just you got to focus up on the first game. We just got down with a two, uh, two-game tournament weekend and that's what this is. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.
1: Welcome back, BeckQL Daily, right here on the BackQL Network. Joe O, Joe Gier and Hawks are with you on a Tuesday. Ed Fang from the Power Rank coming up later in the show to break down the March Madness bracket. Uh, the voice there of Mark Few with the number one overall seed, Gonzaga, as they try to win the whole thing. And uh, he's got some players this year that certainly could end up as the most outstanding player in the NCAA tournament bracket. Let's look into this market because th- this is a fun one to bet now. There's a lot of elements here, right? You have to not just land the best player or find the best odds. you got to also, it's a double whammy. you got to pick the team that's going to win the whole thing before the tournament and guess which of their players Mm -hmm. is going to play the best within the tournament and the final four. This is, it's the fun one. I always think, Joe, the odds here don't reflect how hard it is to nail this. It's a double, it's a double bet, really. You're not just betting the player, you're betting the team. And then that player's got to excel in the biggest moments.
0: Well, yeah, and you've got to figure out, are the odds fair on that? So, listen, if we look at the last six national champions, five of them are one seeds, and then we have the two with Villanova. So I know the odds are enticing. We're going to see some some guys that we know, that everybody knows, that even your fringe college basketball fans, that are in that 50 to 100 to 1 range. Do we even go that deep, or do we just look at the the one and two seeds and take your shot there. And then there are also teams that, let, let's say you're the only one out there that thinks Baylor can put it together and they can make a deep run. You're right, which, pick a player. <laughs> you could pick the team, but doesn't mean you're going to pick the player. If Gonzaga wins the title, if you know the beaten favorite comes back this season and they do get it done, are we guaranteed that this award goes to Drew Timmy?
1: I don't think we're guaranteed. You
0: can, can go to your guy.
1: Can you can to go to Chet.
0: Holmgren, that's right. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, you know what Chet Holmgren would bring? He, he would bring, wouldn't he create the most buzz? He blocks shots. He runs the floor, right? There's a lot of elements that you pick who's the best player, most outstanding player. Chet Holmgren is like a unicorn out there. The, his size, his look, he's like seven foot one and, and 190 pounds. He, he has a unique thing about him that I think would factor in the buzz about who should be the who should win this award if it's Gonzaga Aaron. Obviously if Gonzaga doesn't win, Chet Homer's not going to win this.
2: Yeah, what kind of stood out to me is, you know, how they had a Kentucky player higher than Baylor. So obviously they're telling us that Kentucky's coming out of the East, right? Isn't that what that means? Or am I looking too far into this? I I think look at the top players that they have in the odds, it would be Zags, Kentucky, Kansas, and Arizona in the Final mm-hmm. Four if you look at it that way.
0: Well, here here's the other challenging part: Who's to say that of all the players listed, one of them's going to win? If we look at the in recent seasons, last year when Butler won, it was Jer- when Baylor won, it was Jared Butler. Uh, twenty nineteen, Virginia won, it was Kyle Guy in eighteen. Divincenzo for Nova, uh, Joel Berry from North Carolina in twenty seventeen. Ar- uh, Archie Diacono. 2016 for Nova you know on top of my head I'm thinking those weren't clearly the best players on all of those teams
1: that's why so the name that I looked at first because Joe I I'm on the same page as you're like all right we know the eight or 12 teams most likely to win this thing but it doesn't have to be their best player right or on paper their best player could be right. someone who's about to have a big run you can get Ty Ty Washington at Kentucky at 50 to 1 He's a good player. It doesn't always feel like Kentucky guards, especially the young ones, like Calipari just gets those kids better and better and better as the season goes along. I'm looking at Ty Ty Washington, his last two games in the SEC tournament here 25 points, 17 points. He shot 12 threes over those two games. Like It seems like I have a feeling he comes on in this tournament and where his name comes up a lot if Kentucky makes a run. You know, you mentioned Aaron, the the first Kentucky player that's on the board, sixteen to one. You can get one at fifty to one. Is there a big difference between those two players? I I don't no, know. No, I
2: feel like we've talked about Ty Ty Washington a lot on this show just throughout what? those seasons.
0: Yep. yep. What I what I would do is, man, I'm trying to think. Do you, do you pick your team and d- then just pick all the players listed on your team that you think is going to win, or do we pick a handful of second? best or third best players that you can find listed on the teams, on the teams that we think are going to make a deep run. You can handle this a number of ways. Yeah. As I'm talking through this out loud, I would look at where the value is, meaning the perception of the second best player on a lot of these top teams.
1: Now the the, certain teams are are kind of set up a little bit different, like this Auburn, for instance. And I think the way they've played the last weeks, they're probably not going to win the whole thing. But it's pretty clear Jabari Smith is their best player. It, yeah. isn't it hard to imagine them winning the whole thing and him not being the most outstanding player? That that team's a little bit different. Kentucky, a few of these other teams, you could kind of say, all right, there's three or four of these guys that are they're pretty similar. So yeah.
0: yeah like and look and there, you do have to Auburn. consider and you do have to consider situations like twenty fourteen. I know that twenty fourteen UConn team was the ultimate outlier in a lot of the metrics that we look at, but Napier just put that team on his back. And right. he carried them, and and there was no way they were going to win the championship, and it wasn't going to be his award. There are situations like that, but but it is surprising when you go over the history of teams that have won the championship. It isn't always that that guy that carried them all regular season.
1: It isn't. Players get hot, and and they and they start playing better. It it is interesting. Look how many. There's three Gonzaga players uh, from Timmy to Holmgren to Nemhard, all in the top. What 10 of the of the odds on, on FanDuel uh, as we look I wouldn't
0: up? even mess with that. That just like you're taking a shot in the dark. Okay, you've got the odds on favor to win the championship. Cool. But the odds stink for all of them. Drew Timmy, right. the favorite at five to one. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. Holmgren, you can find him at 10 to 1. Hey, that doesn't that doesn't I, I the only reason I would get involved in this market is to hit one of these longer numbers.
2: Yeah. What about Obaji? Did you guys talk about that one? 20 to 1. I if you because a lot of people think Kansas has a, the easiest path, and if they do end up beating a Gonzaga or whatever in the final, maybe that's a longer shot to take it 20-1. to one.
0: Oh, you got 20? Okay, because I'm seeing him at 12 at some places, so it doesn't seem like there's a, a ton of value there. What, what about Arizona? Now, the head coach doesn't have the experience that you typically need, but that could be anybody. That could be anybody on sure. the Wildcats with their bigs. And, yeah, I, I think you've got to either – you can go for the second-best player in a lot of these top teams, and what we've seen is chalk, even though we want the madness, right? We want it, and, and we get it those first four days of the tournament. But what we've been seeing for years now is it's chalk at the end. It's mostly the ones, and when, sometimes you, you get a two there. So I have a question. If yep. we're gonna believe in Houston, which is tough for me, as we know. But I mean Ken Barkley comes on the show yesterday, so he says he's one of or they're one of the seven mm-hmm. teams he could see making it. Ken Palm tweeted out yesterday, hey, I see everyone taking Illinois, but I bet Houston's gonna be favored in that game in the four five matchup. If it's Houston, if they somehow do this, don't you have to look at Fabian White at ninety five to one? I mean, yep. if you're if you're gonna believe in Houston at all. Don't you have? Because yep. he is. I mean, he's their heart and soul, and like it's not just you know an intangibles guy. It shows up in the box score as well.
1: I think it's fair. They have so they have two players at ninety five to one, right? Yes. Tyler Edwards and Fabian White. Yeah, ninety five to one on a team that. I mean, we had Ken on, right? It, it, it Ken. Then you mentioned Ken Palm. We had Ken Barkley, Ken Palm. The Ken seem to love Houston here. There is a chance. That they're there. I mean, Joe, you, you've you been, on of all of us on the show, you've been the one that's pointed to Houston the most the last few weeks. They certainly well, I mean, have a chance.
0: They're a metric starling. That's, that's what it is. And because of uh, the defensive numbers especially. But on both ends, when you're looking for balanced teams, which we typically look for when it comes to the tournament, they, they end up checking a whole lot of boxes. Uh, 17 of the last 18 champions, top 10 in offensive efficiency. The, the one outlier is that, 2014 UConn team, which we just referenced. Um, so with Auburn, you don't think there's a second guy? You, that's your team with the future. So they check I, I get, a lot of so boxes.
1: Kessler is at 90 to 1, and he's a good player. But, but doesn't it just like if they go as Jabari Smith goes? I, I just can't imagine them winning the whole thing and Jabari Smith not impacting the game significantly, rebounding, block shots, defense. He's the guy. And the ball's and, in his hands a lot down low, so he'll get his points and free throw attempts.
0: And he's twenty. So there's 20, a little bit of value there.
1: Yeah. Do we just cross off Jaden Ivy at twenty four to one? He's a tremendous player, but Purdue's not winning the whole thing.
0: Well, We're even not. if it is for two, are we guaranteed that it's gonna be Ivy? No. I don't think so. Like if you look at a lot of like offensive rating, like they have a few guys that are in the top mm-hmm. twenty in the nation.
2: What's our I like highest... looking at an Auburn or a Kentucky player, I think, if you're not going to look at, you know, Arizona or Gonzaga or something like that.
0: Wendemore Jr. is 50
1: to 1. I, I saw a 60.
0: Okay. Unless, unless it moves. Yeah. I mean, Illinois, that's a situation. Anyone? No.
2: Any to Illinois do, players
0: to lose to the Minds. Is maybe. the
1: Pink Eye cleared up yet? Has has that work? How many how many days does it take to clear pink eye out? I forget. We have do no you?
0: pink eye update as of as of this moment. Okay. Hopefully they're gonna yeah. drops in their eyes. Like th- there's some really good players in the hundred to one range, but the problem is their teams aren't going all the way. Mm-hmm. I love Ron Harper Jr. It's hundred to one. This team's out winning the championship. Wait a David second. Roddy. He
1: should be two fifty to one. Dude, exactly. Like,
0: think about what has to happen for Rutgers to I know. make the final four and win it. Well, there's some big names. Okay, here's a team that I think checks a lot of boxes. Okay, to win the championship. Now he's not the best player on the team. People know them. People know him because of the run last year. Tiger Campbell's two hundred to one.
2: Hmm. Uh, the top like 20
0: offensive and defensive efficiency, right? They've it's yes. not the toughest schedule out in the pac 12, but it you know it's up there. They have the march experience. Is is that is that crazy just for a dart throw, Tiger Campbell?
1: It's not. How about this? This season, 41% from three. Now he doesn't attempt a lot. He only averages about 11 points a game. But mm-hmm. if he got hot, or if he took more shots, or if the game got in his shoulders for some reason he shot it really well this season that's a good number for a player that everyone knows the other one i thought thought about kennedy chandler 50 to 1 that's what i was
2: gonna say tennessee if you think tennessee they could come out of the south then i like that one too
1: maybe as a show we need a tennessee bet we just need to throw another one on top of it
0: man don't get right Barnes, (laughs) i gotta tell you look at his ats I don't want it's to talk bad. about it. It's, <laughs> it's really, really bad. Okay, so the ones Ed that
2: – I, I subscribed to Ed Fang's uh, website this morning. He's got Tennessee really high in the South. See,
1: Ed gets it.
0: I hope so. <laughs> I hope he gets it. Uh, We're
1: all going to be cursing Rick Barnes in, in a week. I know it.
0: The ones I like the most that we've discussed, just dart throws, and that's what I'm – I'm not in to take anything 20, 20 to 1 or shorter. Ty Ty Washington, 101, and Tiger Campbell, 200. Those are the ones that really popped to me. That might be worth something.
1: Does the name value give them an extra boost? They have cool names. I mean, let's not, yes. let's not sit around Ty Ty and Tiger.
2: Ty, Ty and Tiger.
0: Maybe <laughs> that's why yeah. I gravitated towards. Yeah,
1: them. maybe. Just, yeah, it just feels like it's it's more fun if those guys win the Most Outstanding Player. But I I think based on the odds the teams where their teams are situated right. those make the most sense.
0: Don't go past a 3 seed. I wouldn't.
1: Because you lose all the value.
0: Well, it's
2: just what are
0: they the chances They probably aren't going to make it. Yeah. A 4 seed, yeah, or deeper is going to win.
1: I just I, I can't get over how Ron Harper's number is not bigger than that. He's playing for <laughs> Rutgers. They have to play a play-in game first.
0: Yeah, I know. I, it's ridiculous. It's crazy.
1: Like, what is Rutgers uh, to win? I don't the even whole play? know
0: that they're getting to the Thursday, Friday. I don't even know that we're getting that far. Highest odds on the board. A couple of Notre Dame guys. Uh, yeah, it should be. Indiana, Ohio State represented Creighton, Vatek.
1: So so Rutgers is 400 to 1 to win the yeah. national title. Yet Ron Harper's
0: 100 to 1 to be the most valuable player. I mean, there are sports books that just. C- Ed gives a
2: Rutgers basis. a 0.1% chance to uh, come and, out. And, the
0: and that's West. accurate. That's about, right. <laughs> that's, that's about right. All of these teams. And, but, but I will say that history tells us that there is a team that participates in the play-in. And, uh, they make a run. They make this it to the Sweet 16. A yeah. perfect example of what we saw last year. Is that Ron Harper? Is it Rutgers? No. Hey, g- guess what? <laughs> Johnny Juzang, as great as he was, he didn't win the uh, most outstanding player last year. Exactly. Because they didn't win the championship. <laughs> That's how hard it
1: is. It's not just like
2: maybe making a run. Davidson. There you go. There's a team maybe. I don't know.
1: I like Davidson. Um, so we're I going to have Ed too. Fang. Ed mm-hmm. Fang's going to join the show coming up next hour. we got a lot to jump in. On the other side, let's talk current Final Four odds and plays. What are the best looks to make the Final Four based on the current field, current odds, We'll dive into the next Joe O, Joe G. Aaron Hawksworth. It's BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network.
2: These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gilio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from
1: BetQL.